Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today on DC Movie News, we are just sending all of our love to Adam West. We love him, we love him, and we'll be talking about a lot more, so stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. (laughs) Not trying to start this on a sad note because of everything amazing that he has done for us, but I had to just... Shout him out at the top of the show. Oh, my gosh. It was heartbreaking to all of us. Uh, But we'll get right to that. First, introducing our amazing panel. He actually found our show, but you guys know him from Gotham, from 12 Monkeys. He's all over the place. I know him from the originals. It's Todd Stashway. Hello, everyone. You found our show. I did. Where'd you find us? (laughs) Um, uh, I'm a podcast addict, and I'm a a card-carrying nerd, and so (laughs) I... uh, I burn through a lot of podcasts when I'm when I'm working out. I'm up in Toronto, so I have a lot of time to listen to to podcasts. For I am not with my family up there, so I have a lot of time on my hands. And so, just uh, when I get tired of listening to my Star Wars podcasts, I'm looking for. <laughs> I my, get that. I'm, I get that. I'm mm-hmm. looking for my. Uh, my my Batman podcasts and there's only so much Kevin Smith one can listen to. You're a DC fan though. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's awesome. Ridiculous he, DC. Fan. Before the show, he's like, yeah, you know, Patty Jenkins and I go way back. I've known her for a long time. She's she like, was, I'm at this premiere. I'm doing this. I, no, I not almost like that. Went. Okay, you didn't say it like that, but I'm just very impressed with uh, all of your DC knowledge yeah, and friends. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a fan, and uh, and I have way too much uh, space taken up with comic books in my house. Uh, <laughs> And uh, so I, I stumbled across your podcast, and, and I always give credit where credit is due, and you guys really put together a great show, and so awesome. I had to shout out about it, and then uh, Johnny, who... Uh, we miss you, Jay Quasto. Yeah, he, uh, he was, uh, I, I used to teach at a place called Leslie Kahn, and he was a student there. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, nice. and I know Johnny from there, and he found me and said, hey, you want to come to me? I'm like, absolutely. So, and I happen to have a little hiatus from Tall Monkeys. Cool. So here I sit. Look at that. That's awesome. Here I sit. Cool. Yeah. Also sitting here, you guys know him, you love him. Some know him as the killer, others know him as <laughs> Mikey Christmas. It's Mike Kalnowski. I'm back. You guys let me come back. I talked to Adam. Okay. Adam's. You guys said That's I was true, kicked I off forgot. the show. So. <laughs> well, this is one week only, Mike. Did anybody explain that to you? No. That Koi is actually coming back to take your place next oh, week again? Oh, is he? Yes. Actually, next week is a battle where... I uh, think I beat him in points-wise, so we're just going to go off of that anyway. Yes, so. but is that who gets the win? Well, you know. Mm, I'm not trying to hate on you because I'm on your team. I know. But I think you're hating on me, though. You're no, still on I'm point. not. I, I was awarded MVP. We'll just say that. Were you really upset when you were listening to the episode and you were like, is Koi... What's happening here? What, what's happening here? No, no, no. I wasn't upset. I'm gonna go on Glad you then. missed us so much, guys. I did. No, it's busy. <laughs> Big, bigger and better things now. But I'm back. I'm slumming it now, I feel like. No. Okay. The girl I like so much better than you right now. <laughs> Elena, bring the paint to Jordan. What What's going on, girl? Hey, everybody. It's good to be back. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So, like we talked about, we did lose somebody incredible this past week. Adam West. I was just shocked to hear about this, and I don't know why I was so surprised because he he is older. I think because there was no talk of his illness. It was leukemia, was it? Yeah. Yeah. So there, but it was never in the 
Not that someone would make that public, but you just didn't know. You know, it's I met thing. him a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Look fine. It was the first and only time I met him, and he was yeah. uh, doing a signing, and we actually talked for a little bit because I was there getting B-roll for something, and he was just having a conversation with me, and he was like such a nice, just interesting. He was there, fully yeah. present, and I, I was so surprised. This startled me a lot. Mm-hmm. I know that I think you've met him once. Yeah, before, too. I, I had. Uh... A number of years ago, we, you know, it's one of those things where you go into the waiting room for an audition, and you're looking around, and I don't think we were up for the same role, but uh, you just suddenly turn, and there is a television icon sitting there, and you're like, A, why does he have to read? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know what he's bringing Prove to the himself, party. yeah. And then, but B, just as excited to be there. As <laughs> you That's know? Great. He was fantastic. And then, so you just, like... Here's my window. So I have to just jump in and just start engaging him in conversation. And you did? So, oh my god, of course I did. Because because I'm I'm as big of a fanboy. You, know? you were probably the only one that did that too, right? Everyone else was in the Yeah, role I mean, or... yeah, I think every, every... Yeah, you see that a lot. Everyone's kinda of like some people get I get it though. Everybody has their own their own process. process. Yeah, yeah, yeah own process. but but I, I'm like, I think it's this job is not as worth yeah. as much as this experience I'm going to have. Right. And, and so many people, I feel like actors are like, well, you know, I'm an actor, but it's the same thing. Which actor is like, that's an icon. No, you yeah. gotta like no, go I, up and yeah, say like something. those are the to. moments I got yeah. to. I got to uh, work with Christopher Lloyd uh, last yes. week. Wow! And so it's just one of those moments where you're like. He's 78. So you go, this is my time with yeah. an icon. So I'm going to, I'm not, there's no shame. There's no nothing. And these, these, these people who've been at it for so long appreciate feeling their relevancy. Cause like, yeah. I, I hope to God I'm as relevant as Adam West is when I'm 84. It was interesting. A few uh, months ago, we actually were talking about a project that him and Burt Ward were working on. We, we were talking about it on the show. Remember I had just interviewed Burt yeah, Ward yeah, on my yeah. other show, uh, the tomorrow show. And, I wonder what happens with that and well, how far along they were. And is it the second? Was it the animated? Yeah, animated one because mm-hmm. they did they completed the second one that and, he's doing with Two Face. But there was supposed to be another one coming out after, I think. No, that another? might have been that might have been the first one because that mm-hmm. was a while ago with Burt Ward. Remember that? Yeah, I guess. I think so. this is the second one, maybe. I just know they had been working on a couple new things going on. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if there is more to see. Uh, but I know, Lena, you said that there's a memorial for him. To, there uh, is tonight, uh, L.A. This is actually really cool. Uh, the mayor is also a big yeah. fan of Batman what and is, is going to put out the bat signal he's, at 9 p.m. at uh, L.A. City Hall this evening. So he's um. That's awesome. Garcetti, Eric, Eric Garcetti, yeah. the mayor. He's a big DC guy, isn't he? Because he started he is, some stuff yeah. with Marvel for a while. Well, there. he also yeah. referenced Adam West because he was, you know, very self-aware and very funny, and he played himself as Mayor Adam yeah, yeah. West on Family Guy, right. and they're also doing a tribute to. Yeah on Sunday to him and then re-airing one of his episodes but so he was saying from one mayor to another and as Batman you know got a call out to Batman so I just I just love that's that. pretty cool gotcha. I feel like I want to go see that I, wish I, I think that's working. amazing are you going to go I, well I'm going to go I have the face off after show here tonight but I'm going to try to go straight from here to there after and hopefully make it if anybody is LA based take pictures send them to us tweet yeah. them at us we definitely want to see that yeah. uh, let's move on a little bit to talk about Danny Elfman this was a, an interesting announcement that had people really freaking out on Twitter uh, I, I, it, was, it was bizarre and Junkie XL responded to it on Twitter too and he didn't seem so thrilled what was your initial reaction Mike to this when this came out I don't know what to think because I, it seems like Junkie XL has been working on this for a very long time. Yeah. Because this movie's been filming for a while, and I thought he's been working on it. So it's like... 
Well, often often they won't score until pictures close if they're scoring two pictures. But I think, but remember, because there's so much talk with it was going to be two movies and they were shooting them both back to back. But then they said, no, we're doing one. Like I feel Justice League has been shooting. Did they start? Couple weeks after they started, a couple weeks after BBS Prin- principal photography yeah. or principal. Okay. So I think they started like April of 2016, wasn't it? Yeah, that sounds. It's been a while. Like this is basically going to be an entirely new movie. It, like even yeah, down to I, I, a new composer. I, I don't know if maybe because it kept getting pushed back, and then the whole Zack Snyder thing, and this they is said, what because he I mean, moved on to another of project reshoots too. Then now bringing yeah. in Danny Elfman, it just seems like this is going to be but if, an now entirely... reading everything. It seems like. Joss Whedon said, Danny Elfman's my guy, I'm bringing him yeah. in. Because wow. yeah. Junkie XL said he was replaced. Yeah, so wow. this is his mm-hmm. exact tweet uh, that he posted. It said, hashtag Justice League, and then it was like one of those additional things you uh-huh. can do, so it's more than 140 characters. As my mentor Hans Zimmer told me, you haven't made it in Hollywood as a composer until you get replaced on a project. So I guess I finally graduated this week. It pains me to leave the project, but a big thanks to Zach for asking me to be a part of his vision, and I wish Danny... Joss and Warner Brothers, all the best with Justice League, Tom. So yeah, this definitely you know all the time now we talk about DC. That was a mutual parting. Everybody's like, this was a mutual parting. Yeah, this certainly a, was not a no. mutual parting. I but feel like I he handled it out to him for a very well crafted tweet. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like some people get a little bit too fiery, I think, yeah. and that I think was Who very was very well handled. Star Wars. It was. Uh, it was. I don't oh, remember. Was it Desplat? Dis- Dis- yeah. 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 Regardless uh-huh. of uh, the replacing and the controversy there, do you guys feel like Danny Elfman is a good choice? I mean, yeah. personally, I go the man. He's, I, he's an a, exceptional composer. I almost feel there's two Danny Elfmans out there. There's the Danny Elfman that created the poster. Bat- no, that they created Batman's the Batman party. score that did Batman and is iconic, almost up there with John Williams. And then there's the. Danny Elfman of the past 10 years which is just like what iconic score has he done? Like he's done Fifty Shades of Grey the score so it's like well, You can kind of mic drop from the Batman Yeah well he also recently like, has a, it, right? yeah, oh, no, but so, so, so I'm saying which one are we going to get? He also has a film festival right now that's coming out of him that he just scored a bunch of things and then people like, think, are yeah, you think of Danny Elfman so when like he plays the bowl and it's iconic but it's always Beetlejuice Batman, all those great Batman well, returns, Edward Scissorhands, but that was all. He's also very twenty years he's ago. He's also very orchestral in, yeah. in, mm-hmm. in the way that Wonder Woman was, so that might also yeah. be informing I mean, where they're going. His Spider Man was great. Point. I yeah. actually got to see him talk. He did an, an interview and had a panel discussion where he was talking about different things that inspired him, and he referenced DC and Batman. So it's like, well, well sure. you know, his, when I mean his work. His previous work too, but he's saying even now he's like I'll be watching a plane, I'll be on a plane, and like something will come up and I'll watch an old episode or something, and I'll just get out my voice recorder and start like into it up. next to yeah. whoever he's sitting, who probably thinks that he's insane until they TV then show. hear it, it on. Yeah. yeah. How long so, after this happened do you guys think it was announced though? Like after that? Oh no, you don't hear about this stuff. Yeah. Like when do you think? Later. Yeah. And the 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 time for for. Junkie XL to, to craft that t- like there's been it's been months yeah. you think months like the just stuff is was decided a long yeah. time ago yeah well, I, you just is... I mean I, my experience with stuff is has always been like you, something happens and then you can't talk about it for a long right, time right right yeah. alright so, so we're a little late to the party ink, ink is dry a little late yeah. but it's okay you know Speaking about talking to things that happened a little bit ago, uh, let's talk a little bit about the improvisation scene during Wonder Woman because this has been, 
all over my Facebook page. I don't know about yeah. yours. Yeah. Probably Mike's because he all DC. Everybody <laughs> wants to post everything for him. But basically that scene on the boat that I claim right. to be my favorite and it's in everybody's top five yep. was mostly improv What? <laughs> Almost entirely. That I, line that everybody loves the the perfect that, yeah. procrastination. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, the... Oh. Um, that I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to no, say no, it. It's been out two weeks. Right, yeah, I was okay, going to say it's been out two weeks. Statue of Limitations is expired. She's talking about men, and she says, basically, they we've decided that they're... The, the books have said that they are necessary for procreation, but and not, not, for, pleasure. not for pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was completely improv, so that's like his reaction and everything just makes it even more hilarious. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Do you guys feel like there would be an added pressure on set if they were like, okay, feel free to improv our words, or does that make you feel more excited uh, about the scene? Well, for myself? Yeah, I, for both I, of you. I prefer. I mean, no, I mean, it's, if, if you know going in that you're going to go this is going to be an improvised scene, then you're kind of in the headspace for it. And if you're in the moment rolling anyway, and they go, okay, just, just, we've got that, give it something else, give it whatever you want, because our, our showrunner works that way. He's like, yeah, try that, try that, try that. So it, it all depends on how much of a word cop the script supervisor is. Yeah. And, and, and what the, uh, what the temperament of the set is that day and, and, and usually it rarely comes out of nowhere so I think they probably went into it knowing we want to keep this loose and conversational and, and they have such a great dynamic the two of them so it seems like that makes sense yeah. I, I like love improving. I think it's fun she, I think it with always somebody ends. as new as she is though to but, the big screen I mean she has done a couple of things I feel like it's really trusting your actors to be like alright give us what you got I think though on that I think she knows Diana she knows yeah. what Diana would say. If you know who you are, you can be that person, and mm-hmm. whatever comes up, you can just do the conversation as her. So I think that if people that it, say about her acting, I think she's brilliant. I think it she's also great could have come out of uh, rehearsal. Yeah, and That's when true. they say it's mm-hmm. improvised, it could have been something she said in, in rehearsal. Right, and they right, go, right. Okay, do that again yeah. while yeah. the camera's rolling, while they were just giving each other crap and playing in the scene, uh, and then they went, okay, just. When they say it came out of it, yeah, yeah. Right. it right. might not be like but, whose line is it anyway, and the cameras happen to be rolling. Yeah, <laughs> I think the chemistry with them is phenomenal. Because have you seen that video? Oh, yes. Have you seen what Chris is talking and she looks at him, and she's the, just the lip staring, button, and she's like, oh, and looks then down, like, realizes, oh. oh my god. What broke. about the video where he Brilliant. says, "I fell in love with her"? It's not that hard. Like, please, that, I do not want marriages broken up. No, no, I no. Don't my god, but you see. When you see a movie, and then a couple years later, because I remember watching it, I think it was Mr. and Mrs. Don't Smith. Don't say it! No, I'm still so mad at I was her. about to say, don't freaking when Scottish that, play this couple right now. Yeah. I don't, because they're a couple, and she Instagrams with her don't husband, and his kids, and Mrs. it's always Smith. wonderful, so I hope, I'm praying that it's just they're no. good actors. I don't want this, I don't want to see Maya was here. in her belly when they were filming, no. I, I know. Well, I was just about to say, you know what, we don't have to worry about it, because it's not like they're going to do many films with the two of them together, but then... This week, Patty Jenkins kind of had a weird thing about whether or not she's Chris Pine is going to be back. It was you guys like didn't see the parachute. <laughs> I, mi- I missed that I mean, parachute. If you, if you, I, we could pause it in the theater I saw it in, and you could zoom in. Oh yeah, I hope really pretty colors on that parachute really yeah. saved him. Yeah, it's beautiful. He's really quick. I with that. hope he won't be coming back. But it, but if it he just, is, it lessens. Uh, it I don't me. think it would be in a parachute type situation. No, I, know, no, I think it'd I be like a flashback, or they'll they'll like they did with with Lyle Wagner, and it's like oh, the God. son of. That's what we always thought for a long time. <laughs> like, we thought he was going to play Trevor's grandson, but I'm like, I, 
Yeah. Then he falls. She falls in love with the grandson. But then like, who did he make a baby with? A lot yeah, of this like, has to do with which way we go with the direction of Wonder Woman. I feel like if we're going with the she sculpted from clay and Ares maybe didn't kill all the gods he thought he did and. Possibly we have a way of getting some of them back, and maybe we can bring Steve Trevor back when we go to bring some of the gods. Well, the Lazarus Pit exists. So. Yeah. yeah. Hey. No, I, I, if we mm. Lazarus Pit Steve Trevor, no, it's, I think it, <laughs> no. It, get out of here. Whole, I said that whole, just so I could see that. Beating of Ares was based on her love of him, and it's so strong. So I think it just needs to go. I think it's. They oh, it's a motivator. Yeah. 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 I think it's. I leave him dead. What it's, to it's make of Martha. this quote? It, oh. Did she have a quote? Yeah, this was her quote on it. She said she was asked about if there was a chance that Pine would be back, and she said, "All I can say is it was a dilemma." And then she goes on and says, "It's something I hope we don't talk about in public because I want people to see, but it's very hard to know which characters will be in the next movie because of the time period. So it's a big question." I think that leads to the fact that she doesn't want to talk about it for people who haven't seen it because his death is a big yeah. Uh, thing and that was it's not spoiled by anyone. The way that that's so phrased, yeah. that seems if she goes, me, yeah, if like she was like, no, he's not coming back because you guys know why. Then I was like, well, he's yeah. dead, crap. And if so they she's say this is the... mo- this one's going to be modern day, right? And she's yeah, exactly. I yeah. think she's just trying to say so she's playing the game. Yeah. yeah, I think they should do different eras. I hope so. And, and then yeah. keep Justice I, League, I, keep Justice League in now. I would love her in like and the then 60s. like 60s. well, she did say that she wanted to do that Wonder Woman two in present day. Or she did, yeah. So yeah, like civil war she did say that. Winter Soldier. But what I will say to what she said is that she is God and she makes right decisions. And clearly, we know that because a we love the film and also yeah. because of how it's doing in the box office right yes. now. So this is unbelievable. Uh, it nabbed the smallest superhero drop since Spider Man. Yeah. So it. It's making a boatload of money right now. I know last week we talked about, like, it's making the fourth most amount of money in June on a Monday and the second most on a Tuesday, (laughs) which is, like, kind of a crazy way to break things down. But it's still hitting all of those records uh, and some. And I feel like, what are you guys thinking in general? Or what point are we going to cross? I've heard people say the 700. I've heard people say the 800 mil line. I'm thinking 800. I'm thinking 800, too. I'm I'm not trying to be, you know, like... Pushy, I, but I'm optimistic I mean, in, for eight in, in the theater. Or yeah, like yeah. end of the day, I, I in think theater, theater, Blu-ray theater. Yeah, Blu-ray, everything. Theatrical I release. think that's going to be astronomical. Uh, but yeah, I always said low sevens, but now I think eights, just because also every other movie it's coming out is underperforming. So people were like, "Well, unless we want to go to the movies this like, summer, let's go like see one." Like what movies are underperforming? Michael? Well, to you, you're Roxy, you're going to say say it. Roxy. Well, Domestic, domestically speaking, domestically Mike, speaking, Roxy's going to say the Mummy, but the Mummy internationally has gotten Tom Cruise's best best total overall of his entire career. Uh-huh. Best overall, whatever. Mike, I still think the international is international. <laughs> he's an international movie star. But I do. Well, I'm not going to say. Were you waiting for all week for that? Were you waiting all week? All right, weigh in on this. The Rock or Tom Cruise currently? Who is the bigger movie star? Just asking, just wondering, Tom. Like who opens a picture? Who's the bigger current movie star? Just define big, like physically, because the Rock. Yeah, Um, the Rock. He wins. No, he's he's a larger man. And they're not (laughs) saying because the Rock. May, is the highest paid current actor, so that is. But I, I always thought the biggest movie the star biggest would movie be star. most recognizable, mm-hmm. and who can open a picture, right? Like whose name do you put above the title? Therefore, a picture. Uh, I'm not. Uh, you don't know. Uh, 
You're very PC about it. Yeah. Okay. No, it makes you feel any like, better, Mike. I, I will that, say that, my favorite review. I would also enter Will Smith into that category. Oh, oh he's big. He's massive. Yeah. Um, all right. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say one thing to make you feel a little bit better, Mike. The best review of Baywatch that I heard was Zac Efron takes off his shirt more in Neighbors than in this movie, and it takes place on a beach. One out of five stars. And that was the only review. So there you go. You're welcome. There you and go. Point and case. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the cinematographer Matthew Jensen on Wonder Woman. He was surprised by the emotional response that came from Wonder Woman, mm. and him being surprised by that surprises me That's because very interesting. I feel like being there. Don't you feel like they so, could have? Been no, able because to feel when, that? because when you're there, you don't have the sound mix, yeah. you don't have the music. It's you don't the have, music, and, and it's a circus of, of lights and setups. Well, and, it was and, also, I think, in the interview, they were saying people, especially women, had a very emotional reaction to this, and so he was saying he was kind of surprised that that was such a pivotal thing because he later went on to say like his favorite scenes were the the scene in the snow. And more so right, right, the right. actual battle. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, I feel like it's less that he was saying, you know, I wasn't. I'm surprised that this was an emotional thing for pe- that it was a scene that invoked emotion. I think it was just to the scale. Yeah, you also right. Can't- can't know what someone's reaction is going to be. Right, something. you just That's sort of true. try to tell your And story. I think also a male cinematographer that now people are saying is you know feminist, iconic, visual style, yeah. and he's saying I, that wasn't my intention. Yay! Right, but right, 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 right. I yeah. was just trying to make a good movie. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he said he knew it was good. He said while he was doing it, oh, he didn't see it. And he was right. like, I know this is yeah. good. I I felt like the moment I went, there's classic shots in this was just when they were in the bar. That when they went to find you and Bremner the first time, yes, the way the bar was shot, just the way it was lit and and the colors they chose and the frame, I was like, oh, this is like, this is she's cribbing from the right places and and she had said that she was influenced by Donner and Raiders. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, it's all there. Yeah, it was clear. Yeah, I agree. So um, the visual effects also. There was this awesome video that came out this week. DC put it out uh, and. It honestly blew me away to hear them talk about how they created the mascara. This uh, woman, Amber Kirsch, who was designing everything, she talked about how many layers it actually took. So I suggest going to check that out. It's only like three minutes long, so we don't have time to watch it on the show, but check it out. Um, And all the layers, like what they borrowed from, like looking at China for the mountains Mm. and looking at different places for the sea and then the foreground, the midground, all of these things and how you actually had to create a place that does not exist. Like this is not. Where they found they, a. They shot. Well, there, it was a ghost in town in they, Italy. They shot it in Italy. Town. And they're like, we drew, we drew some. Not anymore. They, right. <laughs> yeah. They drew some things from it, but they were like, this right. place does not look like it looks in the movie. We made it up. Yeah. This is not a place that exists in the world. And so it I shouldn't. thought that was pretty cool. It shouldn't look like that. Yeah. I, I, just looking at it, I was like, do you guys remember For Mamma Mia? Yeah. It's kind, yeah. Of, it's kind of like the feeling I like got during Greece. that. Like the, yeah, and yeah. Like whether okay. I was in Santorini or whatever, and I was like, that's pretty cool, but this is like that on no, crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what it should look like. I think, for me, yeah. that's one of the problems why I have, and I know I'll probably get crap for this, but why the Dark Knight is not my favorite of the Nolan trilogy, because his Gotham is Chicago, and they don't, don't do anything. It's my hometown. To make it seem different. Like, did you feel watching it? You're like, wow, there's Wacker Drive, there's I, this, there's I that. I just, well, I guess if you're familiar with Chicago. Yeah. Um. Are you saying the second one, Dark Knight? Dark, yes, the second one. Not the first, because the first you know one was what? shot in England. I, I, it's a masterpiece. Like, I, 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 yeah, yeah, but and, it's just... And, and, and I think, ultimately, when I when I watched that film, because Nolan was going for a grounded city, yeah, yeah. not that heightened kind of Burton-esque or right, Gotham, right. 
esque, mm-hmm. yeah, meaning the TV show that heightened version of a city. Right, and sure. I think because in the third one it was Pittsburgh or Philly, Phil- Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Philly. Yeah, yeah, Philly and Chicago. And so I, I didn't mind it feeling like as long as it didn't feel like New York. Mm. Okay, which is okay for yeah, me. Okay, and and and. and hmm. Yeah, but I can kind, kind of, of a, you're saying like it should have been more Batman of an amalgamation. Begins, well, like, Batman it Begins they built less... the Narrows, and you just like that doesn't yes. look like any yeah. kind Agreed. of place they've ever Agreed. been. But it looks mm-hmm. like a city. It looks like a slum. Yeah, and I think whereas it, Dark Knight was just and BVS, it kind of looked like Detroit. The yeah, but kind of yeah, we ever yeah. yeah yeah. But again, like that's why I left the mascara. Was just they didn't just shoot an island. I agree. Had world. that this like although Donner's Donner's Metropolis is New York City. It is, and I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, but I I. I get, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, I know this kind a, of yeah. crosses over to TV oh, they time. The first but... two Nolan films shot in Chicago, Jeremy Ledger in the chat says. So. Yeah. Okay. I know this kind of crosses over to TV time, but not totally. But I was picking your brain before you got uh, before we were on because I love Gotham. Everybody on the show mm-hmm. knows it. And you were talking a little bit about being in Gotham well, and how cool that is. We talk about it like on the show. Like For me, the, the production design on that show, your guys' show, like I don't know. I just did That's too. what I'm saying. But I'm just yeah. saying it looks for TV... That to me, that show looks like Gotham. What Even I, though you should New York. What it's I Gotham. love about that show is he really splits the difference between Burton's and Nolan's. Like it okay, lives, yeah, yeah, that's a good... like it lives in the kind of the corruption, and it doesn't get as cartoony as as, as Burton does, but it is theatrical. Yeah, more than than Nolan let himself be. Yeah, just yeah. the like the, the that must be such a cool feeling set. though. Like holy was, crap! That was crazy. That was yeah, the gas station set is awesome. I, we we had shot a scene and 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 we were in the Bronx and it was in like an abandoned uh, building. It was the where it was the the episode where I was sort of forcing guys in suits to fight each other with office equipment, and it was three o'clock in the morning. And uh, men were in cages and there was light streaming in, and I just had that moment. I'm like. Yeah, in Gotham City, and, awesome. and, and it was, and I was saying it's sanctioned. It's like DC blessed this. <laughs> yeah. and says yes, this is Gotham City. They so, told you you're in Gotham. You're in so Gotham. This is where so I awesome. am. And, and, awesome. and you're right. It doesn't feel like right. It feels York. like its own. And life. that's about that show. Everything looks great. Yeah. Production, the production design, the money they spend, either that or they spend it well. It Both. looks great. Yeah, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Speaking about tones of places, uh, it was an interesting article coming from The Wrap. Jeff Johns was talking about not dark and gritty, but fun DC. I know a lot of people are like, what? Fun DC? Mike's been screaming this for a long time, that it's not just all dark and gritty. Yeah, I, I think. But I mean, I know he's, this is article that came out a little later, but I remember it was before BBS came out, they were saying it's like, this movie's going to be dark. Noah going in Justice League mm-hmm. is going to be much lighter. And I thought, oh, this is such a bad thing to say but Bef- it, a week before your movie opened. And it wasn't. I, it didn't, wasn't I didn't feel like Wonder Woman was. No, no, no. no, no, no BBS. Oh, BBS. 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 Way before BBS. Yeah. So they were saying that. So Justice League, and now with these reshoots, I think it's just, oh. it's, I think they're kind of, For I think the, the, the DCEU went through what DC Comics did with Rebirth. They just mm-hmm. kind of like, we were in it. We, we want to keep some stuff, but we're going to kind of. But I feel yeah. like Jeff Johnson. He's like, doing the reshoots. Yeah, but is he, doing, he was is he, he was doing the right. He was rewriting what Zach was going to reshoot. Oh, okay. And, and, that, then, and then that's he got, why he brought him in. Mm-hmm. So it just was this, like this natural progression of him. Mm-hmm. But he was he was rewriting the scenes. So to get to the actual quote, it says, "Get to the essence of the character and make the movies fun. Just make sure that the characters are the characters with heart, humor, hope, heroics, and optimism at the base." Cool. 
I'm yeah. doing. Uh, yeah. Which is basically kind of what he said in 2016 with the the rebirth of the comics too. So yeah. I kind of I agree. I think that, that it's now syncing the two together, which I right. think for fans who are reading concurrently, it's kind of the same thing that they did with Man of Steel. Yeah, they did yeah. the new Fifty Two. That is going to now bring in more people and kind of re-solidify that fan base. Do you think so I think they'll that's... do like a Batverse? Like, like mm. Batgirl will get a movie, Nightwing will get a movie, Batman will get a movie, and then they'll do like a team-up Gotham movie with like I Harley mean, that and wouldn't be a bad idea. I would take yeah. the money. That would yeah. be I, when you first something that would be very it. sustainable, too. When you that first they started, could... yeah. Yeah, and split off and have all of these, you know, and especially now that. with a lot of characters too that are being brought into Sorry. more into the limelight that yeah, yeah. were kind of before, kind of forgotten about. Well, mainstream and what wise, I think you have an op- yeah. when you have an opportunity, like my favorite kind of Gotham is is the crime fighter. Like I like I like him not fighting things from other planets and other dimensions. I like Batman fighting like corrupt cops and fighting serial killers and theatrical villains, but it all is kind of street level. Uh, and I think if Justice League is fighting Doomsday and, 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 and Darkseid and all that, you could have this other track that is a little more grounded, but still mm-hmm. fun, like yeah. Daredevil. Like yeah. you, could, you could have a little more street level. That's why I like the, the show, God. Yeah, I agree. All this talk is making me a little hungry. Mike, you got anything to talk to us well, about? I was going to, because I mean, you know me, I'm going to have to jet out of here in a little bit anyway, because I'm starving. Yeah. But I'm going to talk about what you guys know about Blue Apron and the company that uh, we've talked about here before. But Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. What? In the country. Yes. Uh, Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home-cooked meals accessible to everyone. Now, I know I've tried them. You guys have tried them. Yes. This is, and it's good that Adam's not here, our chef, because it allows me to talk about it this time. Uh, I am not a chef, so when I need meals cooked, this is something that I take advantage of. <laughs> yeah. My friends that come over don't know it, but, you know. If you need something I, awesome, I just hide the boxes. But something I didn't realize, and then just talking to the company and stuff, they... Not it's just not just about the, the you know what providing food. They're part of the whole community. It's like one of those ones that wants to work with the community and they give back. Uh, they've established partners with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States. And that's a huge thing. I know, especially in LA, everything you don't want to talk about farm source and this and that and fresh and everything. So all their seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Seafood Watch. That's awesome. That's a that's a mouthful there. Yeah. But that just goes to show you. And it's a mouthful. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Literally. Delicious, Delicious mouthful. Beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals. Produce Produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. Hmm. I don't even know what that is. But it sounds fresh. Just and I what want they're it. doing yeah. makes me sound stupid, but I believe it. I think it's all. I think that to me is like. They're yeah, super yeah. good and they're very easy to cook, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. Now, I am the worst cook in the world, and that's the and only thing. And you can do blue apron, right. yes. And you're always wondering, like, you see the I don't know what to buy. This is organic. I don't know. So these guys, they, they take that out of it. Uh, now, what's cool about this, cooking together builds strong family bonds. But it also helps you out when you have a date. Yeah. I, don't, I live by myself, but. You know, hey. And they have the option for two people, two for people, four, four people, people, if you're yeah. family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Uh, so, okay, now these are the upcoming meals. I want to go real quick. We got warm smoked trout with asparagus salad with fingerling potatoes and garlic croutons. Yeah. I love fingerling potatoes. I love Spice zucchini enchiladas with creamy lime and tomato sauce. Elote style vegetable tostados with Spanish squash, poblano peppers, cilantro rice. You notice a little bit of the accent there? I did. No, I that was that. really good. Elote. Like I, my friend's like a lote. It's like, it's a, like a yeah, No, try it. And peach honey glazed chicken with mashed sweet potatoes, collard greens, and Thai basil. Sounds delicious. So good. Yeah, so let me go over a couple of the things, guys. It's affordable, less than 10 bucks a meal. You guys know that. Blue Ripen delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. You get variety. It's always different. 
Uh, I know my friends and I, we kind of trade off sometimes. Like, I don't, I've had chicken a couple nights in a row. I want to try yours. So you got one of those? It's like, I got that. That's awesome. they recommend. It's easy, less than 40 minutes to prepare it. Guaranteed freshness, though. That's the cool thing. But the reason we get to this is we give it to you guys because you guys get a great deal with it. You get your first three meals free with free shipping. That's the important thing. The free shipping. That's why I do Amazon Prime. Uh, just for the oh, free yeah, shipping. Oh, yeah, free shipping every time. <laughs> That's just got to be free shipping. So go to blueapron.com slash movie news. Not DC movie news. Slash movie news. You're going to love how good it feels, tastes, to create incredible home-cooked meals. I feel like... We've talked about it before, but I feel like you know that that the chef, the famous chef guy. Oh, salt. Salt. Oh, now salt. you know. I feel like you, you know. taught me about yes. salt. I feel like that. I was actually on the phone with Blue Apron yesterday. This is no joke because I had a question about one of the meals that I was getting. It was, so they have customer service, and so I yeah. I called them, and you leave a message. They called me back. I'm not kidding. Within a minute and a half, it was like, "Hello, is this Roxy?" And I was like, "Is is this?" Who is this? Now, so, see, that's what we've never talked about before. So, dude, there you go. That's literally service. this now yesterday. Just call them. No, it was awesome. They, like, called right back. They're like, how are you doing today? And I was like, I'm doing okay. How, oh, my gosh. How are you doing yeah. today? They were really nice. So, that's, so that was cool. It's a great company. It is a great company. Lovely. Uh, Blue Apron. Yeah. So, blueapron.com slash movie news. Check it out. Let us know what you think. I know some of my followers on Twitter, they respond back. Like, I had this the other night, Mike. And I'm like, oh, well, there we know. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Uh, thanks for telling us about Blue Apron. You got it. Let's talk a little bit about something that Todd had mentioned earlier, which are the reshoots. Uh, but now we're hearing a little more about the reshoots and hearing that Wonder Woman might be very heavily featured in these Justice League ones. Uh, I feel like... That was another Kind of da 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 I have to... Leave you now, guys? I do. For reshoots? But Are you going on I'm going to do reshoots, but I want to leave on a high note. I want to leave on a high note with the reshoots. Uh, I don't see the problem. Well, it's great. Yeah, One woman is successful. They want to focus on her. But, so, Mike, have you heard anybody complain about this? Because I haven't heard one person complain no, about no. this. No, no, no. Yeah. But I think... I think... I, I know a lot of people, and I didn't get a chance to talk to you last week, that were not excited for Justice League because of the track record they feel with Batman. And now they, they saw the trailer... For Justice League before One Woman, and they'd seen One Woman already, so they've seen the second time, and they go, man, and they call me, tell me, or text me, like, Mike, I am actually excited for Justice League now, because to see how much how good she is in an actress, because they were always they were the ones like, ah, I don't know, BBS, we didn't get to see much of her. She's the weak link, I think, in this, and they see the movie, like, I want to see more of her. I'm actually excited for Justice League now. I have some friends that were like that, and they're still your friends. Yeah. Oh, trust me, it is it is an ongoing. But now with Wonder Woman, they are in love with Wonder Woman, and they just the bottom line is they just want DC to be what it was in the comics and great. So I I I get it. We have and they can debate very well with me. So we it's a love. Are you leaving on purpose because you knew we were about to have a Michael Elena debate in a minute? A what? A Michael Elena debate. You and I? I feel like Mike I. Elena I, I, But I was like, Mike Why Elena. would you have a Mike but, Elena but, debate with Roxy? But, 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 I, 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 I thought, no, hold on. I thought, Michael, I thought it was Mike Elena. I'm, I'm like, who's Mike Elena? I'm winning. Well, it's kind of a pretty name, Mike Elena. That's why I was like, who's Mike Elena? And why am I debating that? You're Mike. She's Elena. You and I are going to have debates? I, well, yeah, because yeah, we Tell, she, tell she me the topic, because I'm going to find out if I'm going to run. We have Wonder Woman topic going on, because there was a gift bag that came out. I'm out. Diet pills. I'm out. pamphlets. I'm out. And dispatch yourself. I, first of all, I hope you can come back because I would love to sit here and talk Absolutely. more with you. Please welcome anytime <laughs> you with us. A fan of DC. Oh I mean, we love having fans of DC on the yeah, show. I apologize sure. I'm cutting and running like this, guys. Uh, You're just a, a cutter and runner? No, it didn't work Talk the about way I diet pills because I'm out. <laughs> Ladies. All right. Well, we'll, Boom. We don't have, we'll wait until next week. We'll talk about the diet pills. No, you can talk about it now. I'll be back. I don't want people to see me in shorts. I never wear shorts. This is licking me. <laughs> Everybody watch him. It's a heat I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
just kidding. Um, so, fine, we can talk about this right now. Really, I don't think there's going to be a debate. Yeah, I, Mike yeah. wouldn't have actually Ooh. stood behind this, but in one of the screenings, I'm surprised it took this long to come out, that, you know, one of the all-women screenings that every uh, asshole in the world got actually pissed about. Remember what I'm talking about? You guys are having some side conversation. Sorry, no, please, please. <laughs> Remember the screenings, the all-women screenings. Yes. Everybody got pissed. Everybody was mm-hmm. like, uh, not everybody, just like a couple asshole like men writing letters. Yeah, four guys. So, so, activists, which in the words of Leslie Nope, yes. that's not a thing. It, totally. Uh, apparently <laughs> at one of the screenings, though, there was a bag given out It's uh, during June 6th screening. I'm trying to look for where, but I can't find it, but one of the like four that took place in the country. And inside a bag labeled cool things, so it was like a pink bag that said cool things, there was like house a supplies, squeegee. like a squeegee, diet pills. It was pills. a bunch of sponges, some nachos, and a pamphlet for diet pills, which also counterintuitive. Why are you giving me well, nacho like, chips yeah. and then making me they feel bad about it? Out, yeah. Come yeah. on now. It, let's just talk about not a good look for a second. Like, what has to be going through your mind to be like, this is what we should put in the bag for a Wonder Woman all-female screening? Not like, I don't know, muscle milk or, like, something it's, awesome. Like a, a tiara, what a, the the band, the like a fake sword, swag. Yeah. We're going to put in the diet pill pamphlet. Come and on, just a bunch mind? of cleaning supplies. Like, Have you seen this president? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I legit. Know. Oh I know, but if, you, if you're if you somebody who's going to be like, we're going to have an all-female screening, I feel like those two things don't go hand-in-hand. Hand. But I also kind of felt like yeah, think thin bars else. didn't go hand-in-hand hand either. But the the Wonder Woman bars. Uh, oh, being the bad. face of Think Thin. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't our favorite no, thing. Just eat Froyo and just, that's, that's, that one's fine. Yeah, that, that, was, a, that was a mess. Uh, we'll come back though to some Wonder Woman stuff that actually will make us happy! Yay! Yay! Not like Diet Pills. <laughs> this was freaking awesome. If anybody doesn't follow Patty Jenkins on Twitter, by the way, start. I do. She's the my favorite person to follow. She retweets people all of the time. She's just a bag of fun. You happen to know her, which makes me feel even cooler for sitting next to you. <laughs> but like, I just feel like her personality via Twitter shines. Is that what she's like she's, in person? She's absolutely like like no matter what. I she was. Uh, I, I did a movie back in '97, like just after you guys were born, and um, not too far from the truth. I'm saying. And so, uh, and she was dating somebody that was in the film with me. So we were all kind of moving together in the same circles in New York. And so I got to know her then and then just watched her six. Like, she's the type of person, she was infectious and amazing then. And you just go, no matter what she chose to do, if she wanted to be a restaurateur, they would be like top of line. Whatever she picked to do because she's so smart and charismatic and focused and talented, it's like, of course. Like, when, when somebody goes, yes, her movie opened at 200 million, you go, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so No surprise here. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, this says so uh, cool. nothing short of that. I loved this. Um, she tweeted out this image that a kindergarten teacher wrote up and sent to her. I'm just going to read a couple of them to you guys uh, because it was just like, it blew my mind. She says, I work at a kindergarten and this is a collection of cute Wonder Woman related things that happened within a week of the movie being released. Number one, on Monday, a boy who was obsessed with Iron Man told me he had asked his parents for a new Wonder Woman lunchbox. That one, like, really spoke to me because it's like a little boy asking for this. Just awesome. The Wonder Wagon. Yeah. A little girl said, when I grow up, I want to speak hundreds of languages like Diana. 
This girl had her parents revamp her Beauty and the Beast birthday party in three days because she simply had to have a Wonder Woman party. Seven girls playing together during recess on Tuesday, saying that since they are all they all wanted to be Wonder Woman, they had agreed to be Amazons and not fight, but work together to defeat evil. Uh, that one was my favorite. That so I was good. Like, yes, yes. This is what little girls should be doing. This one's a, this one's a little bratty, but also un, unbelievably perfect. There's one girl that refuses to listen to you unless you address her as Wonder Woman, which is <laughs> she like, can't hear you. Yeah, she's just, I don't know. How, how could you hear? Oh, oh, now you're talking to me. Yeah, okay. which is amazing. The two dubs. An- Another girl very seriously asked the teacher if she could ditch her uniform for the Wonder Woman armor because she wanted to be ready if she needed to save the world. The teacher laughed and said it was okay, and the next day, the girl came dressed as Wonder Woman, and not a single kid batted an eye. That's amazing. Awesome. I love it. It's so much cooler to be that kind of teacher than be like, no, you cannot wear the Wonder Woman. Like, let the girl wear the Wonder Woman. So there's a lot more. uh, So definitely go find this tweet that she tweeted on June 11th that her producer sent to her, and... She, just she said this Twitter just makes every hard day worth it. Thank you to whomever wrote it. I, I, I've read it like 15 times. Oh, I love right. looking, picturing all these kids. I mean, you have a, a little nine-year-old. nine-year-old. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, same thing. Has she been talking she, about it? She, well, my daughter's a super cosplayer anyway. Oh, my like, gosh. If you go through my Instagram, you'll see, oh, there she's Gamora. And then she's Batgirl. That's awesome. She's Ray. Um, she was Gamora. That's she was Gamora for, for Free Comic Book Day, I think. Oh, yeah. So cute. Um, no, she was a Jawa. She was Gamora for something else. Oh. At any rate, for the one. Gosh, Dad, player, get it right, I'm, right? Uh, I'm failing as a nerd dad. Um, I feel like you're doing pretty well if she's okay. <laughs> nine yeah. and those, yeah. that's what she's choosing to right? dress up as. So she went to the premiere dressed as Wonder Woman, and then so she watched the movie, and then immediately after the movie, she leans over to my, my wife and she goes, sword and shield <laughs> like she wanted to make sure that she was exiting the theater with, her with sword the sword and- because that's what all good wonder womans would yes. do obviously i love that that's incredible uh which oh. was so surprising to me too a lot of surprises this week was that patty jenkins kind of came out and said that she wouldn't have necessarily cast gal gadot as wonder woman uh and that when she heard she was cast she kind of had like a oh crap moment which was Pretty What's wild. I remember so she that was, when Wonder but, but, Woman but had cast, my heart sank. Yeah, that's a, the quote. Um, that her heart sank when she heard because she said that she was talking to the studio so long about doing it, and she was like, "Well, that's that. I'm sure she, uh, we wouldn't have made the same choice." Which is wow. I mean, at, the, at the time, I'm like, "What did Gal have in front of her? Like nobody knew she had what Fast and the Furious, and mm-hmm. then." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, I mean, and then and this is and this is a woman who directed Charlize Theron to an Oscar. So you go, what she knows of her talent pool mm-hmm. that she's pulling from, and going the, when given that task, who she would cast. She didn't have a, a reference point for Gal. Well, also no, when I don't they blame say her, that yeah. most of directing is casting, and when they say we're going to let you direct this movie, we're casting it. You know that we're casting Here, the main I'm character. It to you, yeah. That does kind of you know yeah. start with a little bit of a bitter taste in your mouth. I'm just glad that it really, really worked out, right. and that and both Chris, women Chris were Reed able to really bring their A game. This big when he got cast as yeah, he was like skinny. And I mean, and think about like, Heath Ledger, and everyone was like, why, why this guy I from Ten Things I Hate About You, and. He's, I never passed judgment on casting. Yeah. It was. But I, she has to work with her. Right. So I love what she said, though. She ended up saying, and then I started paying attention to her and mm-hmm. watching her and looking at her, and it was just unbelievable. Frankly, I think they did a better job than I could have because I don't know what I would have scored the earth as. I don't know if I would have scoured the earth as hard to find her. Wow. So 
pretty. That was genius casting. It was genius. I just did yeah. a uh, on one of our sister podcast um, action movie anatomy. We were talking about Wonder Woman, and I named her as one of my top three best cast superheroes ever of all well, time. Yeah. Because, and, and, yeah. And, and, Going back to my daughter, who has not watched the Fast and Furious franchise, it was like me with Christopher Reeve, where you go, that's who Gal is to her now. Yeah, uh, that's like, who Wonder Woman exactly. is. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like, like that's that's all she'll know her as until she you know, grows up with her and sees her do other things. But it's like, and it was kind of hard for Chris to shake, right? Like every other movie he did, you're like, oh, there's... Next to Impossible. Superman. But I actually don't think it will be a particularly bad thing well, for Gal. It's different. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and even if she never does shake it, this is that's something I mean, should all be so lucky, so lucky right? Yeah. Exactly, Pretty it's not, not such a bad thing to never yeah. share. And you know, you think about like Joss Whedon saying he wants to cast Batgirl with an unknown, and like, mm-hmm. hope you, so. yeah. So it's it makes sense Those that you want people yeah. exactly. Yeah, you want to see somebody that you you don't want to look at Wonder Woman and think, you know, if if you're watching, bring their baggage with them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. You want you want that character to shine on its own, which mm-hmm. I think. I agree. I agree. Uh, Iris West to cameo in Justice League. This is interesting. I mean, what's crazy about the woman that was cast as Iris West is, remember, it was under the last regime when the director of Dope was going to be directing Mm -hmm. The Flash, which is no longer, but she still is in place. So that that in itself was an interesting thing. And now the fact that she's going to be uh, in Justice League. She says, this November I'm making a cameo in Justice League as Iris West. And it's the first time that you meet her before we get to see her in The Flash with Ezra Miller. It was my first time doing something so extravagant like that. We filmed in London, and that's one of my favorite places. <laughs> She's like, such a cute little actress. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite places. <laughs> and also, I'm Iris freaking West. Yeah. Like, <laughs> epic. But uh, that will be an exciting scene. I wonder, I'm guessing then it's going to be some sort of flashbacky no pun moment. Uh, ah, I, was gonna say. I, got the... I didn't even do that on purpose. That's know, pretty good, that's right? Was... But I, I don't picture that being in real time, right? I, there's no way that she meets the Flash during Justice League, or do you mm. guys think maybe she does? I don't think so. I think that it's going to be like... A... how they spool out how he becomes Flash. Like, is he... Yeah. Does Bruce Wayne give him the costume in the same way that... Well, she also says before we get to see her in the Flash with Ezra Miller, so I'm thinking maybe it's... I don't know. I don't know either. I feel like it's oh, probably... Oh, you know what? He's already the Flash, though, right? Yeah. By the time yeah, this comes upon him. Well, well, yeah, and we've seen him we in the, the future... Ver- yeah, but we've seen the future version of him to like come back yeah. and try to... So we don't know. We don't know exactly how it will look, uh, which will be interesting. So we've talked a lot on this show about this. A lot about the DC Marvel rivalry that we don't feel necessarily exists because we love both teams. Uh, but people seem to talk about all the time. And last week we talked about, you know, Kevin Feige being friends with Jeff Johns. And this week Kevin Feige is denying completely a Marvel versus DC rivalry, which I really like, although I don't think it will put an end to people's debate. I think people will just ignore this. Uh, Elaine, do you have the quote there? I do. There's not really a rivalry. A rivalry is much more amongst the press, I think. Jeff Johns is a very good friend of mine. We grew up together in a business and recently celebrated Richard Donner, who we both used to work for. So I applaud all the success he's had, and I really just look at it as a fan. So when the movies perform well and are well-received, it's good for us, and that's why I'm always rooting for them. Couldn't it be just as simple as that? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, comic books are sold in the same stores. When you're there, you can be a Marvel and a DC fan. Nothing you can could like ever be that both. simple. Nothing could ever. No, but, but, but people... It, 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 and on some level, it's a source of sport. It's a source of fun, and it is a source of it's like Star Trek versus Star Wars. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's a place where people people. I'm a Bears fan. I'm a, you know, and they make like, each they other better. That. We're tribal, right? Yep, I agree. And, but ultimately, yeah, I mean, we're we're all rooting for each other. We all want those movies to be great. We all want the books to be great. Like it's true. Like, Even with yeah, same thing with the just the movie studios themselves they you well, think about yeah, yeah when and you're shooting all over each other's lots and everything it's not competitive until you get to the box office and, and then a, even then yeah, but if, if a super superhero movie does well then that encourages more superhero movies yeah, yeah exactly. i agree and we want them all to do well but some of them don't do as well and sometimes 20 years later we feel the need to apologize for them oh is that a smooth transition that I that just did that was really very, good very smooth Joel please. Schumacher my friends uh, is very very sorry about Batman and Robin this article which I can't I, I can sum up uh, it's coming from Vice but here's how you sum it up he's sorry about Batman and Robin and mostly about the nips yeah. He's real sorry about the nipples. Didn't know what that would cause. He made a uh, nip slip. His bad, yeah. He he made See? a nip slip. I, I like that. It's very, very sorry. sorry. Very it's sorry. So, talk about like somebody's career being defined by something or it following them for so long. This has followed him for too long. And Clooney was a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. He looked great. And he also played Bruce Wayne. Like he played the... Sort of the bachelor playboy of it all. It didn't help that he kind of talked negatively about the film and Did saying, "Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I don't blame him." <laughs> uh-huh. but... I, yeah, I don't blame him either. I just there, go read the whole thing. He has answers to everything, but in general, he's just really, really remorseful, and he's he's sorry to the fans. He's sorry to the fans because he knows it really matters to us people, and he's sorry he created something we didn't love, which I I get. We kind of got that with a. Um, recently, Jeff Johns was saying, sorry, not Jeff Johns, Zack Snyder was saying similar things like, I'm sorry if you guys didn't enjoy this so much. I just wanted to do right by you. And that always kind of mm-hmm. makes me feel for them. Like Nobody wants to make a bad film. Right. No. It's no, nobody sets out like, ha-ha, I'm going to throw away hundreds of million dollars. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody goes in with best intentions. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it is sad. Uh, okay, Army Hammer. Another person we talked about on the show a lot who has nothing to do with the DCEU, uh, but there have been so many rumors about him that we've continued to talk about him. He has come out and said, guys, listen, I have not been approached. I have not been approached to play Hal Jordan. I have not been approached to play anybody in the DC. There is no hammer time. Yeah, no, no hammer time yet. <laughs> do you have his uh, quote, Elena, that he was talking about for not being approached for any of these. Oh, Shazam, I think, was on there, too. Well, that was because The Rock said something. Yeah. What an embarrassment of riches to have all these choices. The funny thing is, nobody has ever come to me and been like, my my agent has never called and said, Arnie, Warner Brothers has been talking to me. They're really interested in you, this whole thing. (laughs) Never. In fact, after, there was like a, hey, when the Green Lantern stuff first kind of started, which I think is Jeff John's fault, because... He, like, followed me on Twitter or something, and everybody was like, what does that mean? And if you were Johnny, would you be sitting here saying swerve? Like, I, is it possible know, he put this out as the biggest swerve ever? I don't know, because 
but it's funny because he like keeps going where he's like I asked my agent like hey have you heard anything from DC yet and they're like nah no, man I'm sorry dude so I almost kind of feel like it's not really a swerve but maybe just they'll be like hey man throw him a bone yeah has like it ever give him something though? when the fans kind of pounce on it has it ever pinned you know, out to it has somewhat I think because Donald Glover's now being pulled in because there was the whole backlash because of Spider-Man and so they're like well you can be something Mm. Which is somebody who was maybe you know they're like you're too old to be Spider Man now, but you aged out of that too. Like didn't I feel like fans do have say in some things? Sometimes I think there's a lot where there's like this was somebody we weren't considering at all to even be part of this universe, but because fans have said it, well, and that just and then this amount of money will be spent if you cast this guy. Yeah, that's exactly. Which I think you know if you're saying shut up and take my money and that's your meme, Mm -hmm. send it to the executives, let them know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert to anybody who doesn't like to know about this stuff. We're about to talk about a little spoiler. I know we've talked before about the Legos, how they have spoiled some things. This isn't Lego's fault. This is Funko's fault. Uh, but Funko. I, damn you, Funko. Uh, but they I feel like up. I feel like we kind of knew this. Uh, but you guys correct me if I'm wrong. That was a pretty good one. I I'll acknowledge Thank you. it. I Thank thought it was you. good. Uh, so glaze over with their bone. with their Aquaman <laughs> Funko, they're actually having him hold what looks like a mother box. Yeah. Uh, and we knew the Atlanteans had one. We didn't know specifically that he had one. And people are saying, now we know that he's been hiding it for all of these years. I would challenge that and say, we have no idea at what point he has this. Yeah. We have no idea if this is just like, talk about Swervy McGurvies. But, all right, maybe this wasn't the best idea to release. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, it's a toy. And yeah. Great I point. Think, I Valid. think it's like, you got to give it an accessory. I, 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 yeah. Maybe Funko is Lego just like, mother box right? will be a mother Funko. All the time. Oh. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? Of course. That one was really good. She was working on that one earlier. <laughs> yeah, that one was really good. Gears. That was a really good one. <laughs> oh, good. Um, speaking of really good ones, did you guys check out Jaden Smith's Batman. I did. What? The, the like all white Batman costume. Dude, that's what he wore to Kim and Kanye's video. wedding. He wore that to Kim and Kanye's wedding. He's wow. worn it twice. He wore it to Comic Con and then he wore it to Kim and Kanye's wedding. And his exact quote was they asked him, Why did you wear this yeah. to Kim and Kanye's wedding? And he said he felt like everybody there needed protecting. And he just wanted them to what know that so they were weird safe. I was so close to wearing the same thing. That, that would have been so awkward. It would have been so embarrassing. It would have been on people who wore the Batman. Terrible. Does anybody have any thoughts on this? Like, I don't know. I don't have anything to say. Oh, I'm, like I'm sorry. He said exactly. I felt should be doing as that. though yeah. I needed to protect everyone there and needed to have the proper gear to do so. But not? once you have the suit, well, like, wearing where all else white to wear wedding is real rude. It is, oh. but come on, man. Like <laughs> They could have mistaken him as the bride. Probably. Mm-hmm. Bride man. So. That veil, though. Uh, yeah, I really I, the veil of secrecy, the veil of night. It's DC. I love him, the Jack Canucks fan. No, Roxy, no. Uh, you know, it's really just like we talk about the news here on the show, so I added that in there. It has nothing really to do with DC, but he was in a all white. He's, he's a big Batman fan. He's I just a big think that's awesome. Fan. He says he likes to dress up like superheroes. Yeah, and his dad's in the universe, so yes, you never yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that are like adjacent to DC. Hillary Clinton, who has not seen Wonder Woman yet, talked all about how it's right up her alley. Uh, That kind of like popped up all over the place. All right. It's fine. Go see the movie, girl. Yeah. Check it out. It's up my alley, too. I think it's up a lot of people's alley. I don't mind it. No thoughts on that. Uh, All right. 
It's time for my favorite time of show. Yeah. My favorite time of show. Uh, uh. It's yeah. time for <laughs> Roxy Shire's TV time. Sing along with me this round. Roxy Shire's TV time. She thinks that the flash is fun, but it's love. It's time to talk. TV time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, starting with the fact that, you know, we. We kind of got a little bit of a spoiler alert here, too. We knew this was going to happen, though, but Emily Bett just was talking about the next season of Arrow, and you guys know the last season of Arrow, how it ended, made it seem like there might not be any Felicity anymore, and there might not be any Team Arrow. Uh, But she's talking about her character and the future and, like, what they might be doing with Helix, which would imply that she's alive, and people kind of lost it about this. I feel like it's a TV show, so you have to know that they're not going to kill off 15 of the leads. Yeah. But some people, I guess, were really surprised. So, okay. Felt bad for those people that felt bad about this (laughs) and had this spoiled for them. Man, nobody dies forever on these CW shows. They come back. They always come back. Every time at the Lazarus Pit earlier. Yeah. How careful do you have to be if you're on a show like this to not spoil something for fans? I, uh, I, I've died often on, um, well, recently I I was even kind of removed from a lot of the uh, publicity for season three of 12 Monkeys because I was presumably stabbed to death at the end and so I was not I kind of had to pull back a lot until Entertainment Weekly put a picture of me out I'm like oh I guess, I guess I'm, I'm still alive there so, I am. so I, you have to be super careful but it's, it all depends on what the messaging is and what they want if they're worried about if they're more excited to go we'll pull in eyeballs because people know you're coming back or they're will pull an eyeballs because they'll want to see if you're coming back. It's like... It, the Jon Snow phenomenon. Exactly. Yes. It, 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 it all depends. And, and like all chatter is, is good, so... It's kind of like Henry Cavill's problem right now doing yeah. press for it. There's yeah. still people out there that are like, what are you talking Wait, about? He is, but he's... But he's, he's, but he's de- dead. De- de- how? I There's saw no the way. dirt rise. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. It, it's tough. It's tough. And I do feel bad for the people who want no spoilers, but sometimes it's got to get out. Uh, I zombie. I love this show so much. I want everybody in the world to be watching it. Ish just got real. Can you say ish instead? I'm still confused on the like lingo of ish. My my, yeah, my little sister keeps telling me like that I need to stop with that. Things just got real. Things just got real real on that show. Uh, I think the secret's out. We've got Liv's face plastered as like with the zombie eyes on the newspapers. So we'll see how we go from there. Uh, there's a mole. All these things are happening. And I love iZombie this week and every single week. Um, so thank you guys for being my friends who watch it in the chat because you guys tweet awesome things at me and I appreciate it. Uh, Zeno Hour says, let's get Todd in the Arrowverse. I'll like, give I us a Deathstroke CWTV oh, we'll series. Would you be? I don't know. I, it's I, too hard to question. I've read for Supergirl. A long time ago. Ooh. You'd uh, make it a great Supergirl. Uh, would that be great? <laughs> mm-hmm. Would be good? Not the role. I know. Yeah. They always want to. You can be the new cat. Kill me. They want to kill you? They, they'll bring me on for like three episodes and then I will die in some you. radioactive explosion. 
They're always trying to kill Mike, too. Yeah, They're trying I to die. kill you guys. Trying to kill you guys yeah. off. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think who you would be. Which of the shows would you feel like you would fit in best tonally? Do you watch a lot of these? I think I would. Uh, do I watch a lot? I, I'm starting to catch up. I'm, I'm through season two of Gotham. I fit really well on that show. Mm, damn, you did. Um, I'm, I'm caught up on that. I'm just digging. There's always so much time in this world. So totally. I'm digging a little bit more into Flash. Um, I know Danielle from we did, a, we did a Disney Channel movie together Aww. when she was 15. Really? Yeah, with the uh, Terrence. Which one? Uh, Stuck in the Suburbs. Aww. Cool. Yeah, that was fun. But uh, I, I. How I, was she then? She was lovely. She was 15. She was 15, yeah. yeah she was lovely. Cool. I ran into her at Comic Con. I actually have a story about that. And Give it, it to involved, us. It involves Gotham. So, so um, my wife and I were supposed to go to, I think it was an EW party. And uh, this is a very DC story. By the way, that's the the party yeah, of the Comic Con. Like if you had so... dropped a bomb at that party, you would have killed pop culture for yeah, a damn. good year or two. <laughs> so, but we we get off the elevator and there's this sea of humanity. Now, a week before Comic Con, I had done my second episode of Gotham, but I'm standing there in line waiting. And so the it team, hadn't aired yet. Just it hadn't aired. It. Okay. No, we just shot it. And, and all the Teen Wolf kids are being shepherded in, and then there's Danielle, and she's being shepherded in, but there's this clot of people, and I know that, that like, the 12 Monkeys people got me and my wife on the list for this thing, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to be, like, push and shove my way to the front of this thing, right? So, through this door comes, like, the cast of Gotham. And they come through, and they, they had a publicist in front of them, like, cast of Gotham coming through, and they made, like, the, the sea parted, and they start passing me, and, and, I, and I see all the people I just worked with last week. They're like, hey, Todd, hey, Todd. And they keep I grabbed my wife's hand, and I rode the cast of Gotham into, I just kind of like cattled That's into amazing. the party. You the rode back. those cape tails. I, I rode those cape tails. You're good at this. Yeah. Well, why are you so good at this? I keep trying to think of ones off of what he's saying, but they're taking me too long. But, uh, yeah, Alexis so, hates so it. She calls you, me the DC. Punisher. Oh. oh. Pretty cool. Oh, good. But How that was amazing. It was that kind of party. It was that kind of party where you're like, oh, this is insane. Like, I'm having a conversation with Doctor Who. I'm just going to drop names. I'm having a oh, conversation do with Doctor Who, and I look over his shoulder, and I, I S. I'm not going to swear. Um, no, go ahead. Harry Potter was dancing with Arya Stark. You shit us ah! not. I swear to God. It's yeah. like, ha, uh, what? That's Harry amazing. Potter and yeah. Arya Stark were dancing? They were like just dancing to the music while I'm talking. Like a bump and grind or like oh, a disco? It wasn't, it wasn't like dirty dancing. It was just... They were having. They were young, yeah, young Brits out. having fun. I'm not starting any rumors. Um, no, 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 no. But like, I'm talking to Capaldi, and that's, that's so happening cool. over here. It was like that. Yeah, it was good. That's Damn. amazing. Yeah, yeah, Damn. I, yeah. I love the insider bit. That's it was awesome. Fun. Uh, any other TV talk that anybody want to talk about before I tell you guys a little bit about something amazing? All right, Elena, I know you can share this with me because we got these sick oh. movement glasses. I'm going to put these on for this because I am obsessed with these. They're super duper comfortable. Those are so cute. Thank I you. Love I love them. these. They're, they're really comfortable. They're amazing. I've also got my movement watch on because I'm obsessed with this company in general. We're talking about movement. We're talking about MVMT. That is how it's spelled. Uh, you guys know them because we've told you all about their who watches. Needs yeah, who needs valves? It just takes yeah. up extra space. Waste your time. Uh, and we we've told you before, but we want to tell you again about the, the, the watches, sun. the yeah. sunglasses, everything they've done. <laughs> Um, because guys, these were like two kids that went to college together and they were like, you know what? Good stuff's expensive. How do we make really great stuff that is not 
crazy, crazy expensive. We want great watches. We want great sunglasses. Uh, and they did that. They made these incredible watches that we that we rock, um, and they're like $150 in price, which is really good for them. And they sold a million of them to date, which is really great. But they did that, and they're like, all right, next on our list, we're going with the glasses. We want to go with these sunglasses. So these amazing designer sunglasses, they start around $70, which is really, really good. Um, and I, I think that they're comfier than most glasses I own. They feel a little lighter. They're well-made. I've worn these now for a couple of months, and I swear to God, like, I don't treat my stuff very well. I'll throw them out. These things are going to last. I've gotten a thousand compliments about them everywhere. Uh, and I'm just loving them. How are you feeling about yours? I love these. They're super lightweight. They're also just great lens quality, too. That's true. You just see really well, because that's the thing is sometimes you get really cute glasses, but you're like, eh, these like don't really, they don't really block the sun that much. They're not really doing their job. These work. They're functional, and they look really good. And they so. have men's and women's. I know that the guys have been rocking their aviators. Mike got a pair that he feels like are fancy enough that he can wear... He's like, I'm wearing fancy glasses anytime he goes anywhere. He feels like really, really. It's his Tom Cruise Top Gun. Yeah, damn right. And they're cool. They're trendy. Like, I, I spot them out of a crowd. People are like, wow, where'd you get those? I'm like, movement. Next question. Mm. Yep, damn. Realty. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so if you guys want a pair of these awesome glasses, we're going to help you out. You get 15% off today, which is really great because they're already pretty inexpensive. And there's also free shipping and free returns, so we love that. No risk involved. Uh, go to mvmt.com slash movie. So mvmt.com slash movie for your 15% off, free shipping, and free returns. Uh get these awesome, amazing glasses that we are totally rocking right now. And now that I'm looking at yours, I'm like, I think I need another, I need to get two pairs. I'm looking at yours too and I'm thinking the same. Here's a very California girl. What do we got? Let's try, switch them. You feel a little left out? No. We'll get you in on the movie. Okay, these are nice. Yes! Oh, yeah. Yeah, girl. All right, we're going to do a little body trade for a little bit. So, guys, (laughs) again, that is mvmt.com slash movie. Go there for your 15% off and yeah, rock these amazing glasses. There you go. Oh, perfect. All right, so that is it for the day for DC Movie News. There's a lot of news this week. There is. I feel it's like all good news for the most part. And we're still basking in the Wonder Woman glory. We didn't have movies for so long. We've been doing this show for so many years, and now we finally have an amazing... It's our first incredible movie to talk about. Yes. Like, we could use this for weeks and weeks to come. Todd, thank you so much Thanks for so joining much. us today. Our DC fun. guru of the day. Uh, with all the insider knowledge. No, you're coming back, right? You're coming back to. and hang out with I us again? I absolutely love to. Thank you. Awesome. Where can everybody keep up with you? Uh, on the Twitter, uh, Todd Stashwick. On the Facebook, uh, official Todd Stashwick. On the Instagram, T Stashwick. And on the television. And on the television, 12 Monkeys. You can see it on demand for a few more days. And then it's on iTunes, and it's on Hulu, season one and two on Hulu. And uh, then iTunes, Amazon. It's a good show. You guys are on the internet. You know how to find things. Yeah. 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 Elena Jordan. You guys can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. And if you're in Vegas this weekend, come hang out with me at Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con. We're going to be doing a tribute to Adam West as well. Stan Lee's going to be there, and we're going to be hanging out. So come party with us and Stan Lee. Are you wearing something awesome? Some crazy cosplay I amazingness? Will, you know, whenever I'm a moderator or a panelist, you try to uh, like, I just tone wear. It down. But all of my clothes, people always come up and they go, "Oh, I love your costume," and I'm like, "These are my." Oh, this is just what I own. But, yeah, yeah, I feel so. you on that one. <laughs> Guys, I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And of course, our fearless leader, Jay Quasto, is not here, but keep up with him. Sorry, sorry. He's on a 
a boat this time or in Atlantis? Birds on a boat. Yeah, Mother Funko, don't you ever forget. Mother Funko. Mother Funko. Uh, or maybe he's back in like Afghanistan. He's all over the place. I can't, I can't keep up with him stuff. doing the comedy and doing, he's probably giving blood to somebody somewhere. He's just too good of a Real person. Real medicine and the best medicine. Yeah, Adam Gertler mm-hmm. eating sausages and or at a premiere, something with FX and Mike Kalinowski ran out to go save the world. Yep. So there you have it. We At love you guys. The world is safe. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Wonder Woman was a little tired, so Mike handled it for yeah. the day. Okay. We will see you guys sure. next week. Same time, same place. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.